Hey, Red Dude, you want to watch a Radukal vampire movie? Of course I would do. Don't be ridiculous. Then let's Red Do it! Crash! Hey, Matt, welcome back. Hey, how we doing? I'm doing pretty okay, yeah. you know? All things considered. Same. You know, it's uh, it, it could be worse. It could be. We could still be uh, talking over to the Zoom box. Yeah, you know, Zoom really is not the greatest. Instead of chilling here in the store with no boom box. Why isn't there a boom box around here? <laughs> because I listened to enough podcasts that I bought a Sonos system for the store uh, and bought into their nonsense. Oh, and now I get to update my speakers for some fucking reason. <laughs> oh, sweet, dude. <laughs> wow, cool. Updating speakers. That's something I never imagined and, that I'd have to do. And uh, are we sponsored by Sonos now, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I'm dissing them so fucking hard. <laughs> Ooh, these things suck. Uh, actually, they sound pretty good, though. Nice. Uh, they're just a pain in the ass. Oh, man. So today we're doing a movie that... Okay, so I fucked up here, and I know that Matt is going to be down on this movie, and it's one of my favorite movies, and it's from one of my favorite series, and I know that Matt hates it, but... I know that he hates it because I made him watch part two with nothing behind it. No, 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 but I, I caught up. Okay. I hate it because I don't like it. I didn't hate it before I watched it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've always not wanted to watch it because it's never looked like anything that grabbed me. Interesting. But I watched it. Oh, man. And it totally didn't grab me. Oh, that's too bad. This Those is... long-ass radu fingers just could not... <laughs> <laughs> get their talents into me. I I love this movie. Um, I I always thought. Well, it's also, it's a. I mean, it's slow. It's a slow movie, dude. I mean, it dies. <laughs> it starts and out and then comes back from it, the dead. Yeah, eighty minutes later, it starts out with like the most. I I think the first five minutes of this are awesome. They are, and I'm just like, holy shit. Okay, we got we got demons putting people's heads back on and shit. Like this is great. Yeah, and then nothing happens forever and yeah. then at the end it becomes fun again like yep. but man we spend a good good large chunk of the in the middle of this movie just like me being like okay something something please happen <laughs> oh cool they're going back to the rock club again <laughs> yeah no the oh. the trip to the rock club did not need to be repeated no definitely agree but um or at least go to a disco club you know mix it up <laughs> <laughs> i mean they had only so many locations that they could go to this is this is the first movie that was allowed to film in romania or this this is the second of the the first series allowed to film in romania D they, after, they did the first one there right right yeah okay so this subspecies in general yep. was the first was the first series allowed to film there so it's it's interesting they made really big inroads in in film for uh, for people actually getting locations in eastern europe which is pretty cool gotcha. i mean it's a vampire movie shot in romania it's got great sets it's, oh, it's got, got it's got pluses i'm, I'm not it's totally beautifully on it. directed it is it's, like the scenes are like just fucking gorgeous on location shoots are Oh, so, so refreshing. Cool. Um, the makeup looks fantastic. The makeup it really work does. is amazing. Uh, I like the music. Yep. I, I think all the actors did okay. Yeah. I. But there's some characters that are just boring. They're just like planks of wood. It's like, okay, <laughs> you're cool. Like, well, it's funny because I feel like the uh, the ones that are... I, uh, the one plank of wood is the main male protagonist. 
Yes. That dude is definitely a plank of wood. Yep. I don't know what his his purpose is is vague at best. And uh, and another problem is uh, the lack of humor. I find and and the few times there was jokes, I don't feel any of them landed whatsoever. Like none of them elicited one laugh. Like I'm just like man. I don't know. Not that there's that many of them, but like I didn't I didn't actually hear any jokes. Oh, well, like when the detective comes and first meets her when when her you know. To tell her your sister's dead, or or got up when she was dead and went running for a jog, and he like starts at being like, "Do you speak English? A little bit. Learn from TV. Big Bird's funny." <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, his sister's dead. By the way, his sister's <laughs> dead. Uh, oh God, yeah, that was rough. I mean, that guy just in general, that like like prototype Borat guy <laughs> is like, <laughs> he, he's he a trip. Dull. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought the the professor was supposed to be funny. The the guy with the plum wine, the strongest booze. That really? guy, him. Yeah, he was telling jokes and he was being a goofy old man. Interesting. But it wasn't funny. Like, yeah, I felt like the whole thing was being played straight. But yeah. uh, no, it was played for laughs. <laughs> Maybe unless it wasn't, and I'm just like totally misreading the room, which it, it, I could very well. Maybe I just maybe I just wasn't paying attention yeah. to it. Maybe it's because I have such a fondness for this series <laughs> that I just ignored all of that. Okay, and really quick, just before we get into this one, I'm going to have Ted Nicolau do an intro and kind of set us up for what we're about to see. Uh Yeah, okay. So subspecies 2, we basically uh after after the first subspecies was screened at Paramount, uh they they liked it so much that they wanted to do a sequel to it. Charlie, basically, uh, one sequel was just not enough. Let's do two. So I wrote this massive screenplay, and we broke it down uh, so that we could shoot it all at the same time. Uh, once again, we got to travel to some incredible locations and even some new locations in, in Romania uh, to shoot it. Uh, we spent a lot of days. Uh, up in a castle uh, in the north, a Corvin castle that was like the uh, incredible uh, location to shoot in. Uh, we had an amazing uh, new character, Mummy, uh, Radu's mother, who uh, is sort of, it's funny when I think about Radu calling her Mummy and her being a real mummy. Uh, it, and, and we had the uh, addition of Jan Hajduk, the incredible Romanian actor who kind of brought a, a, a really humorous aspect to it and became a really dear friend to all of us. Uh, yeah, so subspecies too, I think we perfected the shadow movements. Uh, we got Denise Duff in there after Laura Tate uh, couldn't come back again because she had uh, kids and just couldn't bear the thought of leaving her kids for so long. Uh, and Denise Duff came in and made that part her own and continues to make that part her own. Um, but, okay, so let's get into it. Let's just talk talk the movie. Okay. We get uh, we get our glimpse of the Bloodstone with, the, with our credits running. They don't really do anything too exciting with it, just a picture of the Bloodstone. Um, and we get a recap over the first few minutes of what happened in the last movie. So some lady was killed, blah, 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 so were her friends. Uh, she was turned into a vampire. A now, mutt. Yep. <laughs> a vampire mutt. <laughs> and uh, and Radu loves this bloodstone, and he was staked and decapitated. And uh, so <laughs> after we get this, then we see the setup for the for the movie, which is 
his little his little minion buddies who are by the way i i interviewed ted nicolau recently for for the magazine i have a few little things i'll probably drop in here and there from an interview Ooh, but look at uh, me mister i talked with ted nicolau <laughs> i did but uh but he hates those little things <laughs> so his his problem like this is a this is a Charles Band thing, like all of those things back then. Oh, what, Charles Band's Little People? Yes. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's you You do a Charles Band movie, it's like you need a puppet master yeah, At monster. least a little puppet, at least a little creature monster. Something, yeah. something tiny needs to show okay, up. Okay, then me and Nicolau on the on wrong pages here because <laughs> I was very disappointed to, I, to see these little guys. And I was like, I oh, agree. man. And, and it, they totally gave me a vibe of um the gate, the little gate creatures. And I was just like, oh, shit, I can't wait to see what little mischief yeah. these guys come into. And then near the third act, you know, when things were winding up, I was like, oh, I can't wait for those little BCs to pop back out, like, save the day and shit. <laughs> and they never come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no. like these awesome little creatures he, for a, a literal minute, and then we never see them again. And this is just in the first opening scenes of the movie. I'm at least with you on that. I love the crazy creature stuff, and I thought those guys were great. And they are based on the gate. Like, when he, when he was talking about them, he was like, mm-hmm. originally, the plan, they had literally built sets in Romania that were, like, gigantic versions They were supposed of, to be people in suits, They were right? people in suits. Yeah. And they did do all the people in suit yep. stuff, and they had all these gigantic props that were all built. I bet that looked awful. <sighs> he said it looked really good, except what happened is that... As the takes went on, because everything in the where they were filming was so filthy, mm-hmm. like it was just like they were filming in this like gritty, gross area. The suits just kept getting dirtier and dirtier and dirtier, and they couldn't clean them off. Uh. And they just like they were different colors from shot to shot. Yeah, oh, wow. And he was like, he brought the he brought the shots back to band, and band was like, this is not gonna happen. This isn't. Like, even Charles Band was like, nope, no way. <laughs> this looks too bad. <laughs> so, so, you know, when Charles Band says that to you, you've got to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I have a feeling that doesn't happen from him much anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean, and also, that is a that is a thing of the time. I mean, when you think about Charles Band of 1996 and on, and Charles Band of, you know, 1982 and up to 96 yep. are two different people, you know. I mean, before when the when the video market disappeared, his his budgets went to shit, and so like the budgets went from being two million dollar one you know one mm-hmm. two three million dollar budgets to being a hundred thousand dollar budgets, you know, like so not <laughs> he's <Gotcha. laughs> he's a different dude, but uh, yeah, so. It's like, Chuck, the movie isn't even, like, longer than an hour and ten minutes. Who cares? It's got a puppet person and boobs. Put it out there. It's got a bong that floats yeah, around got, and got, it goes it, through a strip club. It's got evil bong with boobs, volume seven. Oh, boy. <laughs> 420 DD. Put it out there. <laughs> oh, he did that, didn't he? I, I don't know. Probably. He pro- I think he 420 did. double D. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet. I'm shocked if I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to be a humor joke. <laughs> but you know he's already he's already tapped that. Yeah. It's funny. It doesn't even make sense. It's not even a bra size. But it's 420. <laughs> it's especially funny that all of that stuff is going on because between somehow for the two people I've talked to are J.R. Bookwalter and uh, and Ted Nicolau, and they both were big full moon people, mm-hmm. and so both of them. At one point or another, we're like, well, you know, you know, Charles doesn't have any sense of humor whatsoever, so he wouldn't have known what this was at all, and they would need. So, for some reason, everyone I've talked to has said that 
Charles Band is a humorless person when it comes to movies. He that's does not. So weird. He does not like funny stuff, which that confuses that's, me. That sounds so sad. <laughs> I I think it sounds a little worse than it is. I think <laughs> they mean more that he's not like he would much rather play everything straight. But then they somehow got into this like this world of doing wacky zany shit in their yeah. movies. I don't know, but so either way. Where are we? We've got the, the little minions putting the little his minions head... are pulling up the stake from uh, Radu and popping his, his head back on. Or oh, Radu's popping his head back on. He's, only, he's got that... Uh, yeah, he's got that reanimator. He's got that Monster esophagus. Squad Wolfman <laughs> yeah. uh, heal thyself kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. It looks great. It does. It looks really good. Everything in the beginning. Everything looks great in this. Yep. Like, Yeah. So uh, Radu, now that he's back together, he goes over to his brother's coffin and he stakes him because they couldn't afford the actor who was in this. Uh, and <laughs> so, or he couldn't come back or something like that. Either way, stakes him and his death is so good. Yeah. He just like, he shrivels up and then wastes away and then his skin comes off and he's that's all. That's what I was saying. That's, that's, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't want to shit on this movie for an hour and a half with you, but like, this is like that thing when I started watching it, it was giving me so much hope and I was just like, why haven't I ever watched this? This is incredible. <laughs> and then the next like 90 minutes, I'm just like, oh my God. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, they're riding a train. No, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Radu grabs the bloodstone from his, from his brother. Uh, or no, he drinks his, he drinks his brother, brother's blood first. While he's, ki- what, while yeah. he's killing him. That's right. And I love Radu, man. He always looks so gnarly. Like he's always just got, drool and blood dripping down from his mouth he's, all the time he's so such, such a gross character his his design is so good yep like, the design's and, good and then and, the, and the, all the goop hanging from his mouth all the time i love yep i love i love that he's always drooling it's i mean it's just it's so cool to see a vampire that is not uh you know tom cruise or yep. you know like it's it's not the brad pitt vampire it's it's just a gross monster which is much more fun yeah. and this is clearly I mean, this is an exploitation version of Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. This is just giving Nosferatu some sort of backstory and then making it an exploitation movie, which is fun. Oh, I, mean, I love when they surprise him at his house. Like, ah, what are you doing at my dad's I house? You guys, you guys are totally not allowed here. I love that scene so much. <laughs> do you uh, go? <laughs> I love it. I and but I do. It's again. It's another part of what I really like about. This movie and and the character and all of that is that he doesn't he's not a a sexy vampire he's not a brave strong vampire no he's he, a bonehead he's a he's, failure he's he's a whiny teenager he's like he's he's like he's just like a shitty prince mm-hmm. you know he's he is royalty and he's like my father deserve I deserve this because my father was famous and <laughs> don't you know my dad owns a car dealership <laughs> you know like he's just such a little fucker yep and I, I love that about him and he is he doesn't understand what's going on ever and he's so confused by his emotions with Michelle and all those things where he's like but I feel these things and I'm not supposed to I've got the hunger for love <laughs> I'm looking for love in all of the wrong places um, <laughs> so he goes to he goes to stake Michelle he brings the stake that he had to kill his brother and he holds it over Michelle and he's just kind of like 
He's like, ah, no, you are mine. I'm not going to do this. He, he kind of has a moment where he's like, I'm going to kill you. And then he's like, no, I want to play with you. You're mine forever kind of moment. And then he drops the stake and he's like, the sun blinds him. No, I didn't read that at all. He really? was going to straight up kill her. He was not going to kill her. He was straight up going to kill her. And then the only reason he stopped was because the sun came out. That's what I was talking to you about before. Like He literally says, you're mine. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say where you kill somebody. <laughs> I don't believe so. I think that, it, I mean, and as it's proved later on in the movie, he's just like fucking around with her. So, but be that as it may, what winds up happening is that he runs away. He's like, oh, crap the sun. <laughs> crap the sun. <laughs> and then he, he runs down to an area of the crypt, which is either. Why doesn't the sun kill Michelle at this point? She has not. I. I mean, this is a no prize thing. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. There's a lot of wonky sun in this she, movie too. She definitely is bothered by the sun, but she has not killed anyone yet. She has not drunk blood at this point. So she's like Andy Warhol's Dracula yes. son. Yes. Ah, this sucks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of it. I like. I don't think that she's full on vampire yet i think that she's okay. still she's still in the in the changing process and when we see her look at herself in the mirror she doesn't her her reflection is she's like gone. a ghost she's yeah. like a ghost yep okay so i think she's just she has yet to get to that point okay um so uh da 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 Oh yeah, and when he goes down to his to the crypt, he's like, "Ah, shit, bones," because <laughs> like, he hasn't used this one for a while. I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> ah, apparently, someone lived and died in this crypt in the time since I last used it. I'm pretty fucking old, so it's possible. Uh, and so he... his mummy doesn't live there, so she's not there to tell him to clean his room. <laughs> oh my god, your mummy doesn't she's live here. She's too busy mixing potions. Um, somewhere. I don't. Oh, I love. Uh, another thing I love is that. Yeah, where is she? Her, like, aside from just her her design and what she yep. looks like, her room, like that shot that's like up and through all of the colored waters and yep. all the stuff that's like smoking and oh fuck man, I love that shot. <laughs> I think it looks gorgeous. Um, so daytime comes and goes. Radu wakes up again. He's like, <laughs> he makes such great, like, whiny noises getting up, too, which is actually exactly how I sound now. <laughs> I guess I'll go up and get that, get that bloodstone I like so much. <laughs> uh, and so, but unfortunately, Michelle has woken up before Radu, and she has stolen the bloodstone from, uh, from the clutches of the dead brother. And... Again, another wonderful thing is like grabbing that bloodstone from the chalky, <laughs> decrepit fingers and everything just like turns into dust and powder as he pulls the... Oh, I love that. And I love too when uh, Radu finds that it's been ganked and he has that little freak out session there. His little temper His tantrum. Little temper tantrum. Perfect. <laughs> so good. He And he like, he stomps like when he grabs... Crushes the skull with he, his foot. Yeah. yeah, he drops the skeleton onto the ground and then just starts stomping on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does this spin like Joe Cocker. Like <laughs> he does one of those things like John Belushi impersonating mm -hmm. Joe Cocker. And it's just pretty funny. Uh, and then he says, you will suffer dearly for this. <laughs> uh, so Michelle books it. She's run off to where her old room was when she was staying there. And I, again, I keep complimenting these shots, but I'm 
I'm in love with the way that this movie is shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, her room is tiny. Like, she has to crouch to get through the door. The shot is from the back, making it look even smaller. It has this, like, Alice in Wonderland surrealist thing going on with it. I think it's really cool. Um, so she changes into jeans, flashes us the bite mark so we know that she's been bitten, you know, just to remind us. And then she, we see her partial reflection in the mirror. Um, the, uh, a side note from talking to Ted about mm-hmm. the movies, the reason we have this actress in the movie, oh, the swap over, the reason the swap happened, it may not be the full reason it happened, mm-hmm. but, uh, at the end of subspecies one, the actress two weeks before the movie was going to wrap. And she's obviously the main actress. She wakes up in the middle of the night And there is a man standing over her in her bedroom in the middle of filming this zombie or this vampire movie. (laughs) And she's like scared shitless. And he just kind of creeps out of the room and goes away. She screams her fucking head off. Everybody comes. Nobody figures out who it is. She packs all her shit and gets on the plane with two weeks left to shoot. And so they had to shoot the entire rest of the movie with a with a stunt double, essentially, with with a body double. Yep. So that is why she's not in this movie. <laughs> so terrifying. Yeah. I'm not like that would. But if you bounce on two weeks of your yeah. <laughs> rap job. Yeah, I can see you probably not being you're asked not, to come you're back. You're not going to get asked to come back <laughs> no matter no matter how justified you might be yep. in, in bouncing. Um, so, yeah, terrifying. So this is the train station part. Uh, Radu follows her. We get this. I don't get like. What is so, it? So we learn throughout the movie that Radu can just basically teleport himself through his shadow, I guess? Yes. Oh. Like, basically because that's... Uh, How the hell does he not stop her before she even gets to the train? Or why wouldn't he? So he, 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 he can teleport, but he still just kind of like dogs her forever, watches her get on a train... We watch her get, take this long-ass train ride, and she gets off the train, and then we see Radu is back at the train station where she just got off, and it's just like... Because he is not super powerful. That's the thing but about Radu. he's trying to get that bloodstone back that she took. Well, but she's also in crowds, and so he's not superhuman. Okay. Like, I mean, he might be slightly superhuman, but a group of humans, if they see him, will kill him. Yep. Like they will, they will dismember him, and this time they won't fuck around the way that they did last time. <laughs> they will stuff his mouth full of garlic and jam a stake through his yeah, heart. Yeah, and yeah, bury fucking him. around with taking your heart and cutting your head off. Oh <laughs> I'd come like on! To see what not fucking around is. Uh, concrete <laughs> block. Put the head in the concrete block. Drop it down <laughs> into the Marianas Trench. You know you can't fuck around with these dumb, dumb movie monsters. They'll figure something out. And then there'll be some sort of aquatic Nosferatu thing going on, and it'll be at the bottom of the ocean. And Actually, that would be great. Aquaratu. Aqu- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Deep Sea Dracula. <laughs> yes. We're on to something. <laughs> this is going to be good. Uh, but again, the, there's more of this sweet shadow work where... It looks cool. It does. And, and again, it's all this like in front of camera stuff. Like this is this is making effects from nothing. This yep. is like, this is creating illusions with just stuff you have around the house. This to me is like low budget filmmaking at its absolute fucking best, mm-hmm. where you're like, what does it cost you to make a shadow? Fucking dick. 
but it also <laughs> reminds you of Nosferatu because they did the shadow stuff in Nosferatu, but they added so much cool stuff to it in this. When he grabs her and flies away near the end, though, I oh, thought, yeah, that, yeah. I that, thought was, that one didn't work. That one was, like, was that one was rough. I was like, it was like a really shitty Peter Pan and Windy Shadow. Yeah, yeah that one wasn't great. That one wasn't great. <laughs> you uh, had me with the shadows until that part. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> Uh, so she gets uh, Michelle goes into a hotel and they charge her American dollars to make a phone call. Yes, on a really cool looking phone. Yes, <laughs> God, I want that phone. <laughs> and she makes a real like. This is a. I mean, understandably, she's she's terrified, so she's throwing her friend under the bus here. Like, why wouldn't she go to the police though? Do we ever get a concrete reason? Because I mean, it's not like Radu's. Like at first, I thought. And especially since I hadn't fully watched the first movie, I was like, I don't know if this is like a royalty family that like they have deep ties with the law. But she was like, she's like, I can't go to the police because her sister even calls her on that, I think. Yeah. And she's like, no, I can't. And it's just like, that'd probably be the safest bet to do right now. Even if they think you're crazy and you, you say a vampire's after you, they'll probably yeah. put you in a holding cell because you're crazy and you'll still be safe. Like, Well, but that's the thing is that she's not going to be safe because then there's all the other things that are happening to her. Because she's going through withdrawals for a re- forever, essentially. And I guess it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. She's essentially starving to death. Okay. Because she's not able to drink blood. But she blood. also doesn't want to kill. She does that super cliche, oh my god, I have to drink blood, but I don't think I can do it because I don't yep. want to hurt anybody thing that we've seen a thousand times. Yep. Like, wouldn't she be safer at not doing that if she was just locking herself up? Like, it is. It's weird. She's definitely playing it. She's like playing both sides on this kind of thing where she's like, oh, I don't want to do this. But also, I don't want to do the things that would like bringing your sister to the to the city. Yeah, like, come over here and get killed, please. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> You're probably going to get murdered. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're a terrible sister. This is not great. Um, I'm against I'm I'm I'm. I'm in this game against this Dracula that you're, you're going to be totally powerless against. <laughs> so come <Can> by. Help? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. And her sister is like, I don't know what her schedule was like, but obviously not that busy. She's like, I'll just hop on a plane to Budapest tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I am jealous. Yeah. I couldn't just book a plane to that Romania be, right just, now. Oh, really? You just feel like going to Romania? That's fun. I mean, sure. maybe I could afford it. But I'd have no funny money once i get there yeah i mean <laughs> and i want to buy fun romanian things like bloodstones like bloodstones <laughs> <laughs> want to get one of those bloodstones that they're all talking about in romania uh, okay so <laughs> this is this is another one of those great scenes from we've had a couple of movies like this where someone talks to a normal person after experiencing something completely supernatural <laughs> and they just talk batshit to them on the phone. Yep. I think the last movie we did had something similar to that or one of the other ones prior to this where the person just called someone and was just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but she's like, there's a vampire after me. He bit me. I don't want to become like him. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, uh... Well, that's the thing. She does. She never says vampire. So no, that's what's she... funny. Like, oh, he, he's... You, you don't understand. He bit me. And it's like, okay, if you said it was a vampire, that would have put that in so much different of context. Because <laughs> you just described, like, a really weird... Well, I mean... Psychosexual attack, maybe? Right. And that's, <laughs> I think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that helps or hurts her yeah, well, thing. Well, again, without knowing the vampire, why didn't the sister just be like, go to the freaking police and what are you calling me for? <laughs> it, yeah, it is It is confusing. I got a 7 a.m. shift tomorrow. I don't have time to fly off to Romania. <laughs> I got to be at Fud Ruckers at 1130. 
yeah. She's like, I don't want to become like him. And it's like, but, he bit me. <laughs> I don't want to go around biting people. But it doesn't feel like there's any solution to this. And I don't feel like she ever looks for a solution. Like, she's never like, I mean, this is a two-part movie. Spoiler. Yeah. That we are literally talking about part one of a giant, big old movie. Uh, because at the time, Charles Band liked filming two movies at a time because it saved money. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. She doesn't have she doesn't have much choice, right? Like <laughs> she's going to become a vampire. Period. Yeah. Like we don't know we don't know any of the mythology here, and she's not looking for any clues to be like, if I kill the head vampire, am I fine? <laughs> Is there something I could do? Can I just drink from the bloodstone? What the fuck? You know, she's not really doing much of that. She's gonna try it all though. She does try literally <laughs> everything. She takes. This is the worst shower scene in the in movie history. This this bothered me. Come on. Why did we have to have a crying naked lady shower scene? Exactly, what a bummer! Exactly what I'm talking about. When you, if if you're gonna do a shower scene in a in a horror movie, I've I've always said this. I've said this before on this podcast. Like, that's one of my biggest biggest pet peeves is having shower scenes in movies, but not showing any nudity. I'm like, why why are you why are you Wait. playing me like that? Well, there was nudity in this. I one. know there was. You didn't let me finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's like when you're watching a horror movie and you see a shower scene and no right, nudity, right, you're like, oh right. come on, movie, why 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 are you playing me like this? Mm. But this one, we just see her completely depressed and naked. It's just like this isn't hot. <laughs> I just why don't you just show a close up of her crying in the shower? That would have been that would have yeah, been fine. Yeah, the, no, that was that was an odd choice. Yeah. I, I so agree. it's almost like just like getting that boob quotient into your movie, but even though this isn't a Corman pick, you know what I mean? But like, man, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> nobody wanted to see that. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a that was a sad way to get the boob quotient filled. It's like the, uh, it, it made me think about it a lot, and it, and it took me out of the movie. It got it distracted me because I was like, or maybe are we supposed to see all that? Because we see how vulnerable she's supposed to be, like in destitute like completely naked and crying alone like is that supposed to make her more yeah pathetic and sad but like i just felt like a close-up of her face crying in the shower would have been right. fine <laughs> well okay so this the whole thing this does kind of lead me to the to what the difference between this movie and any other full moon movie mm-hmm. is these are like films these are yes. shot like films. They're meant to be like those scenes are there for a reason. Like there's yeah. a lot of thought put into. They're not all... just cheerleader massacre eight. Yeah. I know, and and Despite I do the fact that I totally watched that. Well, right, exactly, and that's the thing is that I do enjoy those movies. But going into this movie thinking that he's going to shoot it like an exploitation movie, mm-hmm. as much as like his, you know, he made Terror Vision. You know, <laughs> it's like perfect movie perfect movie i told him that you would say that and he <laughs> he was very complimented um but yeah it's but it is a real movie he is a film guy like you know he went to a, a really decent film school yep. and he's like he went to the texas some big film school in texas and you know like he's he's making film school decisions yeah you know and and sometimes you want them to just be exploitation decisions and to just hey you know what i'm not but looking one of those things where it's i like, don't want you, any subtext man come on you can't have both in this situation <laughs> yeah yep yep i agree so this is when we meet uh <laughs> we meet uh the mother <laughs> mommy mommy <laughs> This part bugged me, man. Why? Uh, I, I just thought it was very, um, I thought her voice sometimes bordered on cartoony. Like oh, too absolutely. Car- too cartoony. And like what you just said, like, this is a film. This isn't supposed to be, like, super silly. Right. 
But she was just like, oh, you must get me my potion. <laughs> and it's just like, man, is this a cartoon witch? Like, come on. <laughs> she definitely is. She is, uh, she is one of the exploitation elements of the mm-hmm. movie. She is definitely one of the more ridiculous things. And she does stand out like a sore thumb. Oh, yeah. Like, her scenes are like the... Like, they're gaudy, and they're colorful, and they're, like, all weird, and they're totally different from anything else you see, which is really weird. I I like I like her a lot, and honestly, you want to know how bad, <laughs> how bad Ted is about, like, any of this, like, exploitation stuff. He was like, and it's weird, we called her mummy, and she's his mom. <laughs> and I think he literally was like, I don't think that was the first time he'd ever thought of it. Yeah. But I he, that I don't think that was like on his mind when the character was created. <laughs> <laughs> that she was going to look like a mummy and it was going to be a pun. I don't think that ever crossed his mind. <laughs> I think that was just happy accident. Yeah. Um, so that, <laughs> that kind of bugged me. And I just thought it was silly when it shouldn't have been. And, and slow i mean granted the seat the set design like you said earlier i love it i love the mummy makeup i think it looks great and the actress did great but at the same time at the whole thing it's just like this kind of slow to a crawl oh i got that thing oh this will make you happy oh yeah i had to go home oh yeah it's just like oh man (laughs) so okay and and mummy at the end was awesome yep she definitely <laughs> she came back with, but like mummy in the beginning is just like i'm making a potion and talking like this this is my yeah. whole shtick <laughs> yep um she, yeah I, I didn't really understand much of what was going on here no uh, i was shocked he, by how cool mummy got near the end <laughs> yeah he brought her the knife that he had stabbed his father with so he had some blood from his father for her to do I don't know which which stuff with witchy stuff, right? And so she, mummy stuff. Yeah, he mentions that the bloodstone is stolen. Some other stuff happens, Um, but he also mentions that he can't kill Michelle because he loves her so much. He hungers for her. He hungers for her love. He's mingled his blood with hers, (laughs) which seems like a really big deal. Um, His mom eats a piece of his hand, spits it back into her palm, and it bubbles, and she tells him some witchy shit about how he needs to go dispose of the bodies that are in the castle, and And he needs to hang there until the full moon. I thought some finger minions were going to grow from this, and I was much displeased when that didn't happen. (laughs) Yes. I was like, oh, cool. She's doing this, and with a spit, and like, oh, we're going to get like a a warp-fingered little demi guy now oh that would be great nope i yeah i agree i would have loved to see more finger demons um but either way uh he bugs off and then lots of cool stuff lots of cool like just atmospheric shots uh i want to i want to know how he gets home too like and what because he was like i can't leave the sun's almost up but she's like go anyway apparently he just okay apparently he just gets home just fine and then he's burning uh, the bodies. So was yeah. that like the next night afterwards? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think from what we see at the so end. So was that girl in the hotel for two nights then? Before yeah, I think sister? so. Okay. I think so. Because, I mean, that makes more sense with a with a flight from the U.S. to Romania. Mm-hmm. It certainly makes a lot more sense okay. that it would be 48 hours. Yeah, because he does that thing at the end where he's like, I'm going to run into this room. There's, there's a place underground here that I can stay for the night. Mm-hmm. And then I can get back. Ah. So he has like little little stop-off points that he can go little to. Little Dracula pit stops. Yes. <laughs> he's got, got a little Dracky hidey hole. He's got little power-ups in those. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> so the cleaning staff shows up in Michelle's room after her very unsexy crying shower, and uh, they go into the bathroom. Well, the, yeah, so the sun comes up, and Michelle wakes up and sees the sun and flips out and runs in. This part cracked me up, too. She just looked like a girl passed out in the bathtub. Yeah. Like, and they just start screaming like they, they found a dead slaughtered body in there. Yeah, yeah. She just looks. She it's just like looks you like... guys didn't even like try shaking her and be like, you okay? Hey, nope. No way. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> so, I, I mean. I, 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 I can't honestly believe that two people that clean hotels have never seen a drunk passed out person before. <laughs> in all their cleaning days. They didn't look like they were first day on the job either. Uh, I don't want to do this. Because I know that this is a cliche with this podcast. You worked in a freaking hotel. <laughs> okay, so Kristen I was... Kristen Gallagher, man of a thousand and one jobs. <laughs> I was cleaning rooms in Old Orchard Beach. Of course you were. <laughs> and, oh my God. And what... <laughs> it's insane. You're right. It is, it is insane that I had another fucking job to mention on this podcast. But... I went into one of the rooms, and there was fucking blood everywhere. Like, there were there was blood all over the sheets. Like, it looked like someone had dumped blood Ugh. all over something. And I ran back to my person that I worked for, and he was like, yeah, just just put it into the into these bags and throw it into the thing, and it'll be... And clean up the... <laughs> and I was... 18 17 yeah. something like that so i was like okay you shouldn't call the police sir i d- could be a crime scene i gotta here. say that when i got home i probably was like i told my roommate and i was like i think that maybe i just covered up a murder by accident yeah but i you know i need this fucking job and they told me what to do so technically this fucker who owns this <laughs> this hotel chain this guy covered up a murder so he can <laughs> he can take the fall for this <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was weird. So, yes, it is not unusual to find terrifying things <laughs> in hotel rooms when you could clean them up. And if those cleaning ladies came in and saw her covered in blood and screamed like that, that would make yeah. sense. But, yeah, they just <laughs> lost their shit with a girl sleeping in the bathtub. I found that funny. Yes, I agree. So, they... And you totally covered up a murder. And I totally covered up... <laughs> I think I covered up, too, because I think that when I was working at Portland Housing Authority, I threw a human femur into a trash can. <laughs> so, whatever, into a trash truck. But whatever. <laughs> this podcast one. cannot be used as evidence. Uh, let's <laughs> fucking... Yeah. There, yeah. I just said that, so it's got to be true. I hope so. Yeah. It's that easy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so they... <laughs> uh, so they go in... Uh, the cops show up after the the cleaning ladies call them, and they see puncture wounds in her neck. But this is Romania, so they're like, "Oh, man, fucking, the fucking tip, typical, <laughs> yeah, whatever." <laughs> they're not shocked. They find the bloodstone in her bag. They're like, and "They're like, oh, this is a stolen goods case now." This, yeah, <laughs> like what? Yep. And this is where we meet our inspector Borat guy. Um, and so they inspector take her Big Bird. <laughs> oh yes, he likes Big Bird. Speaking of Big Bird, the guys from the morgue that take her out, they're dressed in Devo suits. <laughs> like, they're bright That's yellow. Right. Awesome. Uh, so, Michelle wakes up in the van, scares the driver, another driver qu- crashes. Another question I had, and yeah. maybe this is typical vampire lore that you might know, but when watching this movie, I wondered, like, oh, the sun's coming up, and they run into their coffin, and they go to sleep, and, like, she's 
gets carried out because she's, I guess, sleeping during the daytime right. when her body's found. Like, do vampires just shut off? Do vampires have insomnia? Do they go into their coffin when the sun comes up and it's like just twisting and turning in that little space forever? Or do they instantly like, oh, sun's up. Well, oh, God. If, if that is the case, I want to be a fucking vampire so badly. <laughs> just to fall asleep. Just, just like absolutely pure like eight hours of sleep every mm-hmm. night. Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm really jealous of vampires now. Um... But so she's jumped out of the van. And, and again, if the sun hurt her and woke her up, wouldn't she like get yeah. sunburnt when they were moving her and stuff? I I mean, this... and then she wakes up in the van and like pops out and it's still daylight. Or is it? Are we supposed to know? It's like think it's like I, fake daylight. I, I think it's I think this is dusk. And I think it's that's dusk. I think it's that shot that in the daytime with that yeah, blue filter. Yeah, I think that might be one of those things and then where she walks they, awkwardly barefoot down the street for a little bit and it's dark yeah i think they were hoping that they could color correct that to look like nighttime and they couldn't no <laughs> and i think that was the deal um so we cut to uh oh fuck yeah this is this is so beautiful the the sets that they get to to fuck around with in this movie are yeah. insane yep um she she's out in the middle of the night and she heads to this concert hall like just the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life. This looks straight up like uh, an Argento movie. Yeah. Every time they're in here, it looks like it's very Argento esque. Um, she goes and she goes into the costuming room. I guess. Yeah. They don't really make it clear. They, you know, we never see anyone Orsky sign saying prop room or stage clothes. <laughs> this, this movie is a little more subtle than even Radu grabs himself a nice new coat when he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like that part a lot. The, it's like a the, sick duster. <laughs> hey, I like this. I'm going to yeah. take, take one of these. That's pretty cool. And I do. It's kind of like how it is. He's like, oh, oh cool. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of grabs it. He's like, huh, oh, menacing this lady, but also yeah. I would like to have this. Um, <laughs> but she, this is another, yet again, another bizarre thing that I think is more a, not only a stylistic choice, but I think maybe even a metaphorical choice and maybe even like is supposed to mean something that we're not catching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she gets into a glass coffin that's there, which that bothered me too. Because I mean, hundred percent defeats the purpose. Exactly. And we're not really given a good vantage point to the window is there, but I would assume that there's going to be sunlight in there come morning time. And that yeah. glass coffin isn't going to really help you much. <laughs> it might I mean, even might just break through it when you wake up flailing around again. Yeah. It might even amplify the sun. It might yeah. even be like refracting in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, probably not good. Um, but that's how it goes. Now we cut to her, uh, her sister showing up, uh, grabbing her Jansport backpack off the baggage carousel. She's now in Bucharest. She goes to the hotel where Michelle was staying and asks the concierge if she's there. And this is one of those, there's a few scenes in this movie that bother me when there's just, I feel like there's a little too much padding. Like, I just wish the cops would come to be there. Because, like, she gets there and she's like, I'm looking for Michelle. And he's like, oh, hold on one second. And the guy goes out back. And he comes back with his manager and he's just like, <clears throat> hi, I'm looking for Michelle. <laughs> oh, hold on one second. How about you take a seat over there? It's just like, why couldn't she have just talked to the manager? Can I get you a cup of coffee? Yeah, why oh, didn't she just talk to the manager first? Would you like a cup of tea then? Yeah, yeah no, okay. exactly. Some Did water? you hear about our April specials? <laughs> uh, we have a nice tavern here in the lounge. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree. 
And uh, the uh, the other issue of this I have is when they're trying to find the the book that has a bloodstone in it later on. <laughs> like, it's in one of these books here, and they take about a good thirteen seconds to find the damn book. Like, why couldn't they have just shown him to the house, and the professor would have been like, "I got the book when you were gone." Like, and just look at it then. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why the wasted time of going no, upstairs looking at the stacks? <laughs> definitely intentionally wasting time. Yep. I mean, it's it it's padding, but it's also, you know, it's also just kind of rhythm. You know, it's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I making excuses for this movie? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so, I'm finding okay. myself not not liking it as much as I used to. So, <laughs> coming around to it. But it is funny because it's a movie that you can watch in two different ways. Because if you are watching it as an exploitation movie exclusively, if you're looking for it specifically for genre stuff, it's this it's this weird movie. Like It's almost like a Del Toro movie in a lot of ways. I think I was expecting more of a full moon shock fest when I started it. And that's and the, then I was getting that in the very beginning. Right, of the film. exactly. Yeah. And it's I think I think he outsmarts himself a little bit in the fact that he just is not as much of a giant cheese as like a lot of the guys that work there. Yep. And and I think well another thing i mean i'm i'm spoiling my entire interview for the magazine here but he worked on chainsaw uh, the first texas chainsaw was the first thing he did right out of film school oh i didn't know that okay um and he like basically his takeaway from it was he was like and that's exactly how you don't make a fucking movie you know what i mean like like when he when he recounts it he's like they would just sit around and waste time and they didn't have things and i was keeping this like detailed logbook for all the audio and like all this stuff oh, and they weren't those guys. they weren't yeah. using things properly and i was like like he was really he was angry that they weren't doing things by the book and that they weren't like you know they were he and his friend were these two like fresh out of film school, pretentious film guys yep. that were like trying to make a film when they, when they went to Texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> and it was like mad that Kim was not living up to the film. Kim and Toby were not doing the film that they were hoping for. Gotcha. And also they thought that it was going to be a giant sack of shit. Like oh, yep. when he was like, uh, from what we saw that got shot, we had no idea that it was going to be any good mm. and that it was like... Thought it was seems to be a forgotten, swept onto the rug. Yeah, exactly. Garbage. But yep. then it was all the editing that they did over like a year and a half afterwards yep. that he was like, well, fuck, that really saved this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so she's... Michelle wakes up in the... Oh, uh, in the dressing room. She's all out of sorts. She steals some clothes, uh, calls the hotel to see if her sister's there yet. She obviously is, so they ring the room. But Michelle hangs up before she can answer, which this is padding. Um, yes. <laughs> calling, calling the person that you need to get in touch with, them answering the phone, and then you going, eh, I changed my mind. And well, she missed up. the call because she was in the shower. That was the whole. I thought that Michelle hung up on her. No. Mm. Like she called her sister, but she wasn't answering. Oh, okay. When her sister dashed out of the shower all wet and in the towel, she picked up the phone, but she had just hung up. I, that's what I thought happened. Okay. So, that makes sense. That makes more sense. Michelle grabs some keys. Why? We don't know. Mm. Uh, Becky puts on a cross. What the fuck does she have to unlock? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Becky puts on a cross, though. So that's going to be important. Uh, Is it? No. (laughs) Okay. I I didn't remember anything about that. It's got to come into play somewhere. Uh, Michelle starts talking to random or starts stalking this one random metalhead. I wish that guy was Joey Lawrence. That would have like bumped this movie up. 10 points. 
Why? Because I like Joey Lawrence a lot, okay, and this would have been fair. like in his prime, where he would be, you know, fresh and blossom with a flannel tied around his waist, and so true. This movie really needed Joey Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he gets attacked, he could even do his woe phrase. Like that'd be funny when he <laughs> when he actually gets bit the second time around, and he's just out <laughs> coincidentally on the same night at the same place <laughs> to, to meet up with the same girl again to oh, make man. out, but this time with some teeth. I can yeah. be like, whoa, some big fangs. Maybe whoa. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa fire. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, she makes out with this random guy. And then she's about to bite him, and then she runs off. She's like, I don't want to do that. She goes and hides in her coffin and cries. Yeah, and I just like this is a this is a kind of part of this is a kind of stuff in vampire movies I don't like that I felt like after we've seen this so yep. many times a reluctant vampire like yeah. oh my gosh move on we know you're gonna you know fight yourself and we know you're just gonna bite him later on like yep i didn't know i didn't think he <laughs> it's not a good thing to say about the movie but i didn't think she would go back to the same club and find the same <laughs> dude to bite later on but i knew she was eventually gonna bite a dude like right exactly so i'm just like stop wasting my time movie with the whole like oh my gosh i can't bite somebody yep <laughs> yep i agree so uh Becky and the this American embassy guy who is our our super Mel. bland yes bland male lead they who go just disappears he does <laughs> uh they go to the professor's office and drink plum brandy for some reason strongest alcohol on demand they show him the bloodstone and he, this this I don't I mean maybe this was the joke that you're talking about yeah this guy this guy was full of jokes they because he was like it's like okay, so what is this? He's like, ah, uh, you. I probably would have known what this was a bunch of uh, many years ago, but my memory's no good, and I don't remember anything. Yeah, like what? <laughs> I, I guess. Sure, Maybe that's a joke. Uh, you remember enough to know that you would know what this is if your memory was good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Sure. Makes sure. Sense. <laughs> sure. Uh, and so they go to Castle Vladislav together. Uh, the the professor tells them the story of the king of vampires who made peace and all the people loved him, and he had two sons who were dicks and, uh, but he keeps forgetting the stories. Yeah. Uh, so they find a fresh grave and, and one son was a half vampire. Yes. And the other son was half sorcerer. What is that? What it was? Yeah, that's because he's <laughs> his father was a vampire and his mother was that mummy. Who Radu's mom was a mummy. Yes. Yep. And his and father. And the mummy slept with Radu's human dado? No, no, vampire dado. Vampire dado. Then what's mummy? Mummy she is a normal? witch. She's a witch. She's some sort of like undead. But I thought Radu was a halfling. Monster. Am I reading that wrong? Is that not right? Yeah, but I mean he's half he's half monster. He's half like witch as well as vampire. That's why like But witch is still a normal person, right? Or is she not? How's mummy still alive? Right, exactly. And that's, I guess that's why he looks so weird. Okay. Is that whatever she is, she's, maybe she's not a witch. Maybe she's a lich. I could be wrong. She could be a lich. Yeah, I I've did never not, heard that word. Uh, it did means, you make that up? Yes. <laughs> uh, like, did you, of course you never saw Game of Thrones. What am I no, saying? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Suffice to say, it's an undead creature. Okay. Um, and so maybe it's basically like a zombie, let's say. Like a sorcerer that's a zombie. Okay. I think that might be what she's supposed to be. And that's why he looks so fucked up. That's why he's got weird fingers. Um, so, I'm just glad he doesn't have his dad's hair. 
Jones. Oh, his dad's hair was good. It was like barrister hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Poor guy. He... How do you think Phantasm would be uh, received if Angus Grimm wore that same wig as the tall guy throughout the whole series? That'd be great. Also, if he was known as the tall guy instead of the tall man, would also be really great. <laughs> That? I think it's the tall guy. <laughs> dude! Dude! dude. <laughs> his, his terrifying catchphrase. Dude! dude. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a late 90s Dimension Phantasm remake. <laughs> <laughs> it does. So this is that scene you were talking about. So the professor has all these flashlights. They go into the they go into the building and dick around for a little while. But uh, but Radu wakes up, yeah. and instead of like coming in and just fucking murdering them like a vampire, that's kind of what I thought he was gonna do. Like or like, or at least attack or at least take one of them out. Or right, something. exactly. You'd think something, but instead he does this like weird like uh, people I don't yeah I couldn't tell if he was trying to like put himself at a like trying to like to not show his full body so they kind of think yeah. he's just a normal dude yeah, that was the idea that was the idea like I'm gonna I, go this kind of sideways angle yeah. and maybe I won't look like such a freak keep my keep my fingers down at my waist <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't point those at anybody yeah um <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, trespassers are forbidden in this house. Well, first, first of all, too, he calls it his dad's house too, which which cracked me up in the in terms of the petulant spoiled child like we were talking about earlier. My dad, what are you house. doing in my dad's house? <laughs> my dad finds out what you're doing in his house, he's gonna totally kill you. And then I think he remembers that he killed his dad because then he was like, oh yeah, get out of my house. <laughs> I forgot, I fucking forgot. Yeah, I did, I did the bad thing. This is my place now. Uh, yeah. Killed my bro, too. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. But, I mean, he is. He's a petulant little douche, mm-hmm. which is really, like, it's an interesting character trait. Okay, I kind of like this character now. I, I came into this podcast hating it. Because, like, <laughs> I seriously, I was coming here and being like, why do people like Radu so much? This character is such a dick. Like, he just sucks all around. <laughs> and that's like, kind of why he's, he's so... He doesn't seem like he's good at anything. He fails left and right. Yeah. He's a whiner. <laughs> <laughs> there is, in the midst of this movie being shot so well, as well as it is, and there are so many great shots that are like, like could be in any high, like high mm-hmm. budget, awesome movie. Uh, there's this one shot. I don't know where it is. I don't know where it falls, but I think it's right after they leave. Where they shoot the wall of the castle, and all there is is this tiny little porthole in oh, the wall. He pops out, and beep. he just sticks his head through, <laughs> yeah. and it is the funniest fucking shot yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Hello, hello, are you guys really gone? Hello, <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> he looks. So, I know the shot you're talking so about. Yeah, cute. I liked it too. Yeah, it's it's straight up cute. It's adorable. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, Radu popped out of his hole. <laughs> Seven more weeks of Dracula winter. Uh, of Witchfest. Seven, seven more weeks Lichfest. of Witchfest. Witchfest. Uh, so now Radu is following the professor home after this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we assume he's going to fucking murder him. No. He doesn't. No. So weird. But we get a lot of those really cool shadows. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool shadow work here. Um 
Becky and this fucking bland fucking bowl of oatmeal flirt and uh uh becky sees uh michelle through through a gate somewhere and she's like hey hey this this is a part that kind of weirded me out so they go on a chase like despite the fact that she called her sister here to help once she links up with her she's like well shit i'm out of here <laughs> but her sister chases her and it's and, and catches her you Again, literally I'm... called your sister yeah. halfway across the world yeah. to bring her somewhere to just do that scene from the werewolf movie where you're like, don't look at me. No, no, don't. <laughs> I don't want you to see me like this. Yeah. If you didn't want me to see you like this, don't fucking make me take a plane 8,000 miles, you fucking yeah. monster. Um, and she did another contradiction thing too, where it was like, I, I, I don't want your help. Like it's too late for me. Yeah. Oh, the sun's coming up. I don't want to die. Help oh. me. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so she goes on another pointless padding street chase. That's not interesting or anything. They just run through the street. And Radu's watching this. Here's the part that bothers me. Radu's watching the whole thing. And like you said earlier, when I said, why couldn't Radu just stop her when she left the place? And you're like crowds. She's at crowds. She's yeah. in the light street. When her sister finally catches her, uh, in the, they're just in the park alone at night, like in a deserted park. And he finds out that she's got the bloodstone on her. And it's like, dude, Radu, you could have taken both those girls out and grabbed yes. your damn stone right here, right now. Like, you just stayed back and watched all this happen. And then... It's so weird. Instead of, <laughs> like, instead of murdering Becky and taking it, which That's is what the I mean. thing that makes the most sense. And... Is he just too wimpy for that? Is that the... I just feel so like... So here's I the problem. I just feel like he, I he's think, not too wimpy for that. I think that there's a missing scene here. Because I think there's something there's something missing because she has the cross on. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that maybe if there was some sort of interaction, maybe they lost some footage or something where it was supposed to be like, oh, he sees the cross and he's like, oh, I'll get that from you later. Yeah, that would make sense. You know, whatever. But yeah. we didn't get any of that kind of thing. No, you're right. So I'm just watching it being like... Get her, dude. <laughs> get her. Get her done. Get a bloodstone, boy. Get that bloodstone, boy. Get that bloodstone, boy. <laughs> Dog will hunt. Uh, <laughs> so back at the opera, Michelle finally gives in and drinks from the bloodstone. Which does absolutely nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is... This is an interesting thing. I mean, this has been this has been brought up a million times by a million different people mm-hmm. who have talked about this movie, but the fact of the matter is that the the concept of this is that this is the blood of the saints coming out of this thing. That should be poison to a creature that can't look at a fucking cross. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't okay. it doesn't make sense to me. That the somehow the so blood of what does saints, Radu want this thing for so bad? What's his what's his, what's he, he gonna do with it? He drinks it. He's like obsessed with it, but like on a nightly basis, or does oh, he just like need just, one sip? Like what? He was like constantly sucking on it in the first movie. Oh okay, <laughs> he <was> just like like <laughs> molds it into a, a ring pop. Like, exactly. <laughs> like he's like a club kid. He's got it hanging around his neck like a pacifier. All <laughs> 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 I can picture is Radu Raven. <laughs> Ravu, <laughs> Radu Rave. Oh shit! Uh, that's another thing for uh, Hunt for Radu Tober. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of which, everybody, Hunt for Radu Tober. Uh, hashtag Radu Tober. If you want to look at uh, any amazing artwork of Radu, in <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, so yes, 
there's some great stuff in there. <laughs> so back at Radu's mom's place. You need a Radu Wraith variant cover here. I think you're right. I think <laughs> I think I need to work on that. <laughs> I think that's I think that's money. Right there. I think next next October. Yep. Oh, there we go. We'll have issue three out by then. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> oh shit. Uh so Again, another another thing that is kind of confusing here. Back at Radu's mom's, he's like, here you go, have the bloodstone. And it's like, the bloodstone's literally all you give a shit about. Yeah. Like, up until this point, you've been, like, addicted to the bloodstone. Now you're just giving it to your and mom? And you're just like, well, mom wanted it. Okay. <laughs> he, <laughs> it, it, so can I crash here tonight if I give you this, mummy? <laughs> oh, God. I'll make you breakfast. <laughs> By the way, do you have any food? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I brought a bag of laundry. <laughs> Horrible laundry. <laughs> but he does. He comes in and he talks to his mom about his lady problems. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want her to suffer for eternity. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> um, and so he does. Now we go back to Chief Borat and the hunky emb- embassy guy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Becky tells her about the meeting with Michelle and how she looked terrified and begged for the bloodstone back. I love that she doesn't tell him that until she's apparently there with him for like half an hour. Oh, the, by the way, I saw Michelle last night. That's such a... You know, the source of this whole fucking mystery we're on. <laughs> like, what? That's that's such movie shorthand that you see yeah. all the time. Like, it's... I love calling it out because it is so fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, they pull up and it's like they've spent this entire car ride. Oh, yeah. It's like, how has this not been brought up yet, <laughs> guys? <laughs> it probably should have been some other time, but whatever. Uh, so, where are we now? We're... She goes with the Mel to, the, to go talk to the professor again, right? Right, they go back to his weird office, and he's misplaced the book of Vladislas. Yes, guys, that, <laughs> I'm just too wacky. I don't know where my where my book is. And if they can find that book, then they can find that drawing of that thing that she already knows what it looks like. That's in that castle. They already know where it is, <laughs> so they can go there. And another, <laughs> you know, I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> the other part about this that I love is. This is another one of those. This is like a an evil tunes moment. Not to really bring this down, but yeah. uh, this is this is definitely an evil tunes moment where they're like, and we look at this this ancient etching in blue ballpoint pen <laughs> on a bright piece of white paper <laughs> stuffed in this Stuck yellow in- ancient tome. <laughs> yes. Every other page is yellow except for this one, which has notebook notebook lining on it. <laughs> it's nice and crisp because it's protected by the demon stone. <laughs> yeah. Drawing form. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was it. But uh, yeah. That yeah. That was kind of funny. Fucking hilarious. Um, I mean, man, why wouldn't they just like take that paper and just like rub it in the dirt a little bit at least? So, like, anything. It's not even tipped in. Like you can tell that it's oh, a yeah. loose piece of paper. Yeah. It's not the same size as the rest of the pages. Um, but whatever. I wonder if that was an actual valuable book at all that they had to be careful with and couldn't <laughs> wouldn't be surprising yep. if they were just like fucking around with like really expensive shit <laughs> okay we got like we got like an hour before this homeowner gets home <laughs> just, just the, i'm sure these books aren't worth anything let's try not to rip anything <laughs> that's, that's fine uh, <laughs> yeah my family's 300 year old manuscripts <laughs> yep yeah. i mean <laughs> oh god ah uh, another another great scene 
Becky hears the story of Radu. She's like, oh, Radu. And she's like, hey, Radu, that's the name that that Michelle screamed. (laughs) What a coinky dink. What what, what a coinky dink. You've been told this story like five times now. (laughs) You were talking about the same story when you went into the castle. You were being, you were telling the same story when you left the castle and got back into the car. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh-oh, Michelle's going back to the metal club, so... Oh, my God. I was so angry when this started happening. <laughs> I was just like, are you kidding me, movie? We're, we're, we're watching the same <laughs> same shot set up and everything outside. Yeah. I loved how this band sounded like every band I saw at Zoots in the early 90s. Oh, my God, Zoots. Like, it was giving me, like, serious Zoots yeah. flashbacks because <laughs> it sounded like one of those 90s Portland bands. Mm-hmm. Like it was like oh shit this is like uh, I don't know for some reason it reminded me of um, Grievo from uh, Kids in the Hall Brain Candy I don't know if you've ever also seen that, that yes. <laughs> <laughs> fake dancing yeah um, sometimes I'm sad <laughs> uh yep so this is weird uh so Michelle. Brings the metal dude back to the opera house. This time, she's, like, decided she's going to eat him. Yeah. She's, like, straight up going to murder him. She goes totally ham on this guy's blood. She's like, oh, 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 I love this blood so much. Oh, it's so good. I love blood. Oh, I'm so into blood. I hate blood. Why did I drink blood? Oh, it's so gross. Well, that made sense to me. I think she's so repulsed by it. She's so fighting that, like. She's getting it, but at the same time, she I think she's making herself sick with how sick she feels having to do that. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's the classic cliche vampire struggle. <laughs> <laughs> the barfing vampire struggle. Yes. So Radu- she takes after Radu. She was gonna- <laughs> drooly little barf barf blood. <laughs> he's so drooly. Radu of the barf blood clan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so barfy. Um, <laughs> Love you, barfy Dracula. <laughs> Radu, aka barfy Dracula. Um, yeah. <laughs> Radu's creeping on Becky now. So he goes into into Becky's room. He's like he's about to bite her on the crotch, it looks like. I thought no, it's the thigh. He mentions the right. same thing yeah, with yeah. mummy That's that right. this, uh the yep. carotid artery or yeah, I think whatever like, it is. One of those arteries. One of the arteries. It's a biggie. Femorial. Uh, sure. Sure. It's I'm not a doctor. In the femur. One of my many faults. No, stop stop not being a doctor. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so he was going to do that, but then the phone rings and he gets scared It's off. just like in the beginning when you can't stab her. It's like, come on, dude. Like, y- you won't attack this lady because you got scared of what, the phone? The phone. <laughs> the phone. Oh, shit, that could, that could be somebody she knows. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, like a boyfriend that's bigger than me. Oh. <laughs> right, dude, bro. <laughs> Finish what you start. Finish what you start, bro. You're an immortal monster. At least your head came off your body. And the the only way you can be killed is with a stake through the heart. They put a stake through your heart, cut your head off, and you still pulled your shit back together. You know, stop being so timid. In the beginning, I can understand. He needs an Anthony Robbins tape. Yes, he does. I can understand the sun. That could hurt or probably kill you. But, like, dude, it's a phone. Embracing the Blood Drinker Within by Tony Robbins. (laughs) It's like like a 
one of those like insecurity hangups there. Like I just, I just, I just can't bite somebody when they're oh, awake. I, if, if they scream, it's just like it's, I, I just don't like hearing a woman scream when I'm trying to drink the blood. It's yeah. <laughs> I always like to get that jump start. That's like somebody who's timid at a urinal, except yes. he's he's timid with drinking blood. Yes. I love it. All right. So I just can't drink blood when it's what he's watching. <laughs> I can understand that. Uh, he's, I mean, but again, that that is all, that's what makes him so interesting as a character, mm-hmm, that yeah. he is this brutal, insane monster that behaves like a timid teenager. And I really like it now. I hated it when I first walked into the shop tonight. I was just like, this guy sucks. He's such an ass, just such a dumbass vampire. Now I'm just like, oh, this actually makes him really interesting. Yeah, it, it, like, yeah. it makes him so complicated and bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so three dimensional. Like, what do you so think? He, what do you think he does all the other days when we're not hanging with him and he's alone there at that castle? I would say crosswords, but I can't imagine him holding a pencil. <laughs> um, <laughs> foiled again. Stupid cat's cradles. That's it. I gotta cut off one of my fingers so I can make a little finger demon so he can draw use a pencil oh, for me. Oh, do you think that he hangs out with his little demons? He must. Oh, I bet they do stuff together. I bet they play like Foursquare or whatever. Some sort of fun little game that you can only play with four little demons. He can pick his nose and pick his friends. <laughs> he's, he's done both. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the phone call was from Michelle, who's now all covered in blood, asking for help, but won't say where she fucking is. Yeah. Of course. She says, meet me in the park. Oh, this, this is the part that bothered me. She was like, I need your help. It's like, oh, it's too late for me. You can't help me. Then what did you... Then meet me in the park. Okay. At least this time you just had to cross the street, not fly across the world. (laughs) Yeah. So Dawn is coming and Radu shows up and... uh, Peter Pan's her away. Yeah, basically. So that's... They meet there and they go through this whole thing, but then she just gets yoinked out of of thin air by Radu. Uh, And... It's close to dawn, so they were both going to burn up, but luckily he's got all of these little mini crypts all over town that he can hang out in. He's got these little crash pads. This town is lousy with crypts. <laughs> like, anywhere you go, there is, like, a crypt someplace. Dracula hidey holes. Yeah, so many, so many. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the professor, and for some reason this ambassador dude is there, and he still doesn't fucking believe in vampires. Uh, professor has axes and stakes for vampire hunting, and, and, and he's like, and the embassy cop just leaves. Yeah, he's just like you guys are crazy. Yeah, call me, call me when you're not crazy. And he just walks out of the movie. Yep, there you go. <laughs> hey, we don't see him again at all. Like yep. I, I thought, I thought he might come in to start save the day at the nope. end. No, nope, he seriously just goes back to his desk. I guess he's gone. He's gone forever. <laughs> and now we I'm just, just gonna, have. I'm just gonna work on a new case. Bye. <laughs> it's just Becky and the professor. Tuesdays at eight. <laughs> Tuesdays. At eight. Uh, well, the next Becky, Becky and the, the Professor. <laughs> uh, Becky and the Professor made Vlad Tepish. Um, so they drive out to the castle during the day, break through the front door now, even though he knows a secret passage into the castle. Yes. Don't understand. I that. also like how it tells you to not be afraid too, as the audience, where he's just like, "Don't worry about anything. It's the daylight. We're safe." <laughs> like, oh, okay, there's so there's no tension here whatsoever. <laughs> Fair enough. Go on, carry on. <laughs> So they find Radu and Michelle sleeping in the crypt. So I'm like, where did they go? Because this crypt was supposed to be elsewhere, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I thought 
No, I thought they magic back to the castle. You were talking about the mini crypts. I honestly don't remember the mini crypts. Yeah, I, think, I was just rolling with you. No, I think he said, you know, we're not going to make it in time, so we'll have to hang out here and go back. Oh, okay. Something like that. Whatever. They say something. There's some sort Sunlight of sunlight magic and time have a weird. Yeah, there's some there's jelly some weird in this stuff movie. in this. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so we get that classic. He's going to stake Radu. <laughs> yes. And you know that it's not going to work, or 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 right. again, like. Where's the tension in this? Like, you know he's going to get foiled. Or, you know, if Radu does get stabbed, he can he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's going to come back. <laughs> yeah, so... And, and and so here's where I was surprised. Because, like, uh, you know, I, I, I thought somebody was going to take him out from behind. That classic, like, right. you know. But I thought it was going to be the little finger minions again. Because we haven't seen them all movie. Yes. But it turned out to be Mummy, who I thought was just... I didn't think could move. <laughs> Uh, for one. So that took me by surprise when she just rams this giant broadsword through his back and then is all spry and jumping around. I thought that was great. I, I was just like, holy shit. I enjoyed shit. that a lot, too. Yes. Yep. We've only, we've only seen Mummy sitting down the whole movie in one spot, so I thought she was just very slow and decrepit. But no, yep. she's... she's, she's, <laughs> she's yeah, she's very she, spry. She's spry, <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, so, all right. So after he gets killed... Granny and Radu tie Becky to a slab. Yep. Radu is about to bite Becky's leg, and then Michelle stabs him in the face with the knife that well, kills his father. Because Michelle showed up too late to the party because she was still sleeping. I guess she slept through all this because yes. that vampire <laughs> knockout Apparently, in a second. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe uh, I guess she's on a different vamp schedule than <laughs> Radu. Or... Her circadian rhythms work yes. differently as a vampire. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is so good. This scene where she stabs him. So this knife is magical. And what I love... When... It's a good thing Mummy brought it back to the castle. <laughs> well, it's so frustrating because it's like... Radu, again, being this fucking bumbling idiot of a teenager. <laughs> he's like... <sighs> Don't you shouldn't use that knife because it's, it's, it's magical, magical, and if you stab me with it, it might kill me. I, I, we wouldn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh huh. So if you can just like uh, put, put a little hold on the stabby stabby while I drink your sister's leg blood. Uh, and she's like, "Whoa, cool!" And so she does stab him in the most weirdest place. Like, <laughs> I thought she took his eye out at first, but it's like, oh no, she just Stabs stabbed his, his cheek. Yeah. But the the other well, oh well that was the that was the first stab the good one was like once he once she takes the knife out of his face and she still has it uh, he's like he's like yeah that knife is magical and you shouldn't be touching it <laughs> and he turns into a shadow and disappears and she stabs the shadow more and, Peter Panage yeah and it goes through his hand yep and that was cool that was a great scene. Uh, uh, she takes a um, a torch at one of the one of the flaming torch pedestals there and sets Mummy on fire. And I don't know if she was just like swimming in gasoline before, but oh my god, she's old and desiccated. She, she goes she, up so fast. There's not a lot of moisture left in a lady of that <laughs> yeah. age. Uh, but, but I thought that was kind of funny. Like, oh my gosh. What I loved is how she just like starts spinning like a fucking top out the door, and then she just runs. Where'd she go? Like, mm -hmm. Yep, gone. Ah, I'm on fire with my movie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh, I'll be back for a stinger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. 
Oh my god. Yep. So eventually Radu's like been stabbed a whole bunch with this thing, but he's and I, I thought that was kind of anticlimactic, especially since we first met him cut up head cut off and a right. big stake through it. Now it's just like, oh, he got cut by a knife a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a magic knife too, but I mean, but, I it mean, wasn't like a special knife or right. like, I mean, it just looked like a boring knife. Yeah, he's going to be fine. And the blood the I thought the whole this is where I was said at the beginning of this podcast too, like that movie starts out with like five minutes of fresh action and ends with yep. five minutes of fresh action and this whole thing you get the stabbing and the blood effects and the squib and the makeup and everything like just, yeah. it looks great yep <laughs> yep really good stuff but uh you know yeah you feel the impacts every time i do get stabbed you're like oh and you hear that the sound everything is just oh, it's so good yep. so good yeah fuck i do like this movie <laughs> <laughs> and Subspecies is probably a better movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch the part three. Yeah, I'm never gonna watch part one. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> I've already gone this far. I can't. That's true. Just, I'm you gonna can't go, go back. back in time. Yeah, just go to part three, which I think is significantly worse than <laughs> I, part two. I, I watched some long form reviews. Oh no! <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. Actually, it's part four that's significantly. Oh worse. yeah. Yeah. No, this no well, part. I watch part three because you made me watch half a movie. Right, because part three is just is the <laughs> yeah. same movie as this. Yep. Yeah, it's it's just the second part. But, uh, yeah, so... I feel like watching one would be, like, the Star Wars prequel, or it's just like, hey, nobody need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it gave us Jar Jar, but not much else. Yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar, the greatest... Greatest Star Wars character ever. Greatest Star Wars character ever. Uh, he says unironically. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle can't leave... Blah blah blah. Becky's free. This was silly, I thought. And she's like, I can't I can't go. So you go on without me and then <laughs> Granny grabs her and runs back into yeah. the crypt. <laughs> and that's the end. And that's the end. Uh I did not know that this was gonna be one of those two parter movies. So like that and all of a sudden I'm like looking at the pl- yeah. the the uh, you know, time clock on the movie i'm like wait no, this only has wait, like a minute what? left really <laughs> yeah no i no i probably fucked up choosing this one as as its own thing we probably should have done two and three together but uh but i mean we can do three next week part one i'm gonna watch sense. it now okay and now cool. i've decided that i like it so i'm really looking forward to it awesome and i had a blast talking about <laughs> that's so funny what i do all night that's so funny um uh, yeah and uh let's do it let's it <laughs> So many Radu puns. Um, oh, also, uh, apparently, I, I, I told, I asked Ted about the Radu Tober when we were doing the yep. <laughs> the interview, and he was like, "I've never heard of that. What the hell is that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, hold on, I'm gonna send you a link." <laughs> and I sent him the hashtag, and he went through it, and he was like, "Oh my god." Anders is going to love this, or whatever his name is, yep. the guy that played Radu. And yeah. so he sent Radu all of this stuff. So now Radu has seen all of it as well. Oh, that's awesome. Which I thought was really Now, did fun. Ted create Radu? Is this his baby, or is this so, a Charles Band thing that he took over? So I, don't I know, know he wrote and directed two and three, right? I know he did one, too, right? Did yeah, this, is, this whole thing is, like, there are a bunch of people involved, but mm-hmm. it is really kind of his baby. Yeah. It's... Charles Band gave him a poster, like they do with all these things, where yep. he's like, I've sold this movie. I sold this movie. Called Subspecies. It's got a bunch of little beasties carrying and a girl like, in a all castle. All that matters is that it's got these little beasties, it's got a vampire and a castle. Yep. <laughs> you want to make it? And he was like, no, I don't. 
Uh, no. <laughs> but then he changed his mind because he was desperate to make another movie because he hadn't made like a, a big movie in a while. Yep. And he got to go to, you know, to so an adventure. Yeah. Know, yeah. Fucking cool. So, yeah. So he got to do that. And uh, yeah. So I think it's it was all based on a poster. Gotcha. And then. As so many of these great things are. Then Charles Band wrote a treatment where he was like, there is a vampire named Radu. Blah, oh, great. Blah, I got blah. a freaking vampire now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then they got somebody involved who was like, here, I'll do this makeup. And he was like, I know that I know that he's usually very heavily involved with the, the creature creation stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know that he very much wanted this to be like Nosferatu. He wanted a Nosferatu vampire. Yep. So. So that's what they did. They made little gate creatures and a Nosferatu vampire, and they had this amazing castle in Romania. So that's how it got made. But yeah, he co-wrote all of the scripts, I think, so far. Um, But he was not the main person. Gotcha. And there was somebody weird who was supposed to direct this, too. I can't remember who it was. But, like, some other other high... (laughs) Some other pretty big director. David Ducato. It's <laughs> not David Ducato. <laughs> no, that would have been Book Walter, because Book Walter worked for Ducato forever. And oh, he did yeah. So many of those. <laughs> um, holy crap. That's who I need to talk to. Ducato? Yeah. I uh, <laughs> want to know what his deal is. Oh, shit. We could yeah. have got a hunky Radu. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He would have been in tidy whiteies the whole, no whole shirt time. shirt the whole time. Just shirtless and tidy <laughs> When you first meet Radu, he'd be like lifting. <laughs> Father, I'm running out of chest grease. <laughs> I need more weights. I've already reached my max potential. <laughs> oh, God. Calling over to my friends for a pool party. <laughs> 1313 Radu Lane. Yes. I want to see a Radu pool party now. <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time. All right. So. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm a convert. Awesome. I, I, I Good. came in I'm here glad, hating this shit. I'm glad I turned you around on it. Because, I, again, like I said, this, I mean, I've been obsessed with Full Moon since I was pretty young. Yep. And. And oh, yeah, I grew up with it too. Oh, subspecies is this thing that like stands out like a fucking sore thumb in the middle of all of these all of these like shitty movies that are like schlocky fun schlock crap. And I think that's probably why I never saw it because yeah. when I was growing up it was obsessed with Fulmin. I just wanted to puppet people all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. and I, I remember seeing the I remember seeing the 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 trailers and there'd always be like two or three or four, you know what I mean? And probably getting intimidated and be like, I don't want to watch it. I don't like vampires anyway. I don't I ah, fuck that. I've got right. too much to invest in. Like, yeah, and probably just went to Puppet Master Nine or some shit, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I also would watch every single one of the movies that Full Moon put out. Like, yeah, like I was like waiting for them to come out, <laughs> which is probably not a good sign if you are someone who's like waiting for the next Full Moon <laughs> yeah. movie to come out. But I did, and I was excited, and uh, man, love these. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna randomly drop some of these. There are a few little things that uh, that he said about uh, about this movie and a couple other things that I think I'm going to drop in here and there. Cool. <laughs> It'll be apropos of nothing because we didn't set them up. But yeah. People will be shocked. They'll go, what the fuck is that? Oh, whatever. Whoa. <laughs> Funbox has clips now. Yeah, I know. Now we have lots of clips. Now I have to interview people for every single one of these. 
ugh, that's too much work. I'm not going to do that. But talking to him was fucking awesome. Nice. It was really fun. So I'm excited to put all that together for the next magazine. So you need to write a thing, too. Yes, I do. Awesome. Any closing thoughts, Matt? Ah, uh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm just shocked because of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've already said what I had to say. I came okay. in here could be like, this movie sucks. Like this movie's so boring. Uh, I kind of have a different appreciation for it. Cause I, I thought I was going to watch something trashy and, and dumb, yeah. which is typically what I enjoy the most. Yeah. Uh, I will say it does get slow in the beginning oh, yeah, and absolutely. it's definitely a movie that I was watching kind of like fall asleep to like, Oh my God, yep. please something happen. Please something happen. Uh, but yeah, once the things that do happen, happen, they're, they're fun for the most part. Yeah. And, uh, the Radu makeup, I love, I love the, the character now. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I am excited about, I'm excited about subspecies five. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So that's what's being is, made right now. Right. Uh, or? it postponed for COVID, but oh. it is, it's all, it's all ready to go. And yeah. Nobody wants to see Radu with a mask. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so It's going to be wet. all soaked and drooly all the time. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Gross. <laughs> Uh, awesome. So, so yeah, cool shit, man. Cool nice shit. Pick. Nice. Well, thanks. And uh, maybe we'll do part three next week. I say we do it. Let's All do right. It. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast. And I am at Awkward VHS Fiend. And you can purchase things at CoastCityComics.com. This is the comic shop that we are in right now. We mentioned this, this magazine uh, several times, the yes. Funbox Emporium magazine. Yes. That has um, articles by me. Yes. And uh, a lot of people that most people would find more interesting than me. Uh, so, yeah, yes, it's we have... totally worth checking out. There are two issues currently and a third coming. Um... I don't know. Good question. Whenever I can afford to print a magazine. <laughs> uh, soon. Soon. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll get totally that done. <laughs> we got all the money in the world. I'm going to try to do it before. We run a comic shop in COVID day. We get the fucking cash. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody buy something off the website. The rest of the podcast is just 10 minutes of us okay. crying. Oh, boy. <laughs> Somebody buy something. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, I will see you next week yes. with uh, Bloodlust Subspecies 3. Good night.